Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Relevance for today. It's great to have you all tuning in. And hey, if you haven't heard, we're back on Kingdom Community TV. That's right, kingdomcommunity.tv. Check it out when you get a chance. Kingdom Community TV, as you all know, has many amazing Christian programs on it. I will leave a link and probably have a little advertisement in the corner up here. But don't forget about us, Kingdom Community TV, reaching the world all over the world. It's awesome. It's exciting. So just want to let you folks know that. Hopefully you are all doing well. And if you're not, please do us a favor. Get in touch with us. Let us know if we can pray for you and so forth. Sound good? Hey, hi to dad and all the family and friends who are watching Thank you all for tuning in and being supportive. Really appreciate you all as well. And so I'm going to be starting on a series. So we're going to do a series. One of the things I like to do in the beginning of the years and beyond, of course, because you could be watching this at any time during the year. But in the beginning of the year, I like to do some basic foundational teachings, some link sharing, uh, in a couple episodes, I'm going to be sharing about different podcasts that are out there, different discipleship training programs that are out there, and uh, to help you grow as followers of Jesus Christ. And that's really important to me. It means a lot to me because, hey, I don't just want to be sitting down here in the basement in the studio with my little counter going, for those of you who are actually watching. I want to be able to be a light for the Lord, especially in this day and age. Amen. So in this series, I'm going to be talking about Christ-like living as well as relationship with the Lord, which is really important. It's a very important goal, and like I said before, to kickstart this new season with encouragement, teachings, and Bible principles to help you grow as believers and followers of Jesus Christ. It really is important, folks. Discipleship is important. Growing in Christ is really important in this day and age. As you know, the world has gone crazy. Yes, there's a lot of good going on in the world, but there's also a lot of evil. There's a lot of craziness going on, and there's going to be a lot of butting of heads, good versus evil. Although as followers of Jesus Christ and as believers, we know that Jesus Christ already won the battle, right? Amen to that. So let's go ahead and get started. So I've got this little scenario I thought up and uh, as I was getting ready, getting my show notes ready, and it was like, you know what? And this is going to be for male and female, but I'm starting off with the guys. So fellas, can you imagine finding out about the woman you wanted to marry? She's the woman of your dreams. And then spending most of your time listening to someone else telling you about her. You hear wonderful things and how much she loves you, but you never take the time to physically spend time with her or even tell her that you love her. You have her biography, okay? You've got her biography, <laughs> which includes everything she has done in her life up until now, but you never read it. 
She has tried to communicate with you many times, shown you things, shown signs that you may have noticed, hey, that might be my woman, but you didn't realize it was her. You've heard about her kindness, her family, and more, but you have never taken the time to meet her personally, to get to know her in a great way. How long do you think, now think about this, how long do you think this relationship would last? Isn't that a good question? And the same thing, change the scenario around. Same scenario can be written to females as well as them finding the man that they plan on marrying. The one. They know about him. They hear about him through other people, but they never pursue him on their own personal relationship here we're talking about, folks. And of course, some of you already know where I'm going with this. So let's look at the relationship between God and man. Or better yet, let's look at the relationship between man and God. Okay? Because we already know that God loved the world so much that he sent his son to save us. But what about man's portion in this? What about our responsibilities? Right? So here we go. Now I'm going to switch it around and I'm rewording that whole thing. But think about it in a different aspect. God created man to live on the earth. Yes, we all know. God's kingdom on earth with human companions that he could have fellowship with. And they would take care of the earth, worship God, and be a friend of God's. And of course, most of you know how that turned out when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. They completely changed the course of history for all mankind. Yet God loved the world so much that he sent his one and only son to save us. This plan, as you all know, was to restore mankind back to where he was originally supposed to be, in a relationship with the Heavenly Father, with the Holy Spirit within us, to guide us, of course. Now, let's look at that relationship scenario I did earlier, and I mentioned in the beginning, and instead of it being about the opposite sex, it's about our Heavenly Father. You can imagine finding out about God, the creator of all things. You spend time listening to someone else telling you about him every Sunday with an occasional weekday. You hear wonderful things and how much he loves you, but you never take the time to physically spend time with him. You have his book, the Bible. I'm holding it up right now for those that are listening on the podcast, which includes everything he has done in the world, but you never read it. Hmm. He has tried to communicate with you many times, but you didn't realize it was him. You have heard about his kindness, his son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, but you have never taken the time to meet with him personally, to get to know him in a greater way. So now tell me something. How long do you think that relationship will last? Could you even call this a relationship? Be honest with yourself. It's one thing to know about someone, but to actually know them personally is totally different. So God's word says in the beginning of James 4, 8, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. We must take the steps to get to know our heavenly father and live for him. And that's really important. And I've shared that before about drawing near to God and he will draw near to you because it's just like any relationship. Think about it. You know, if you're pursuing a female, guys, you're wanting to date this girl, this woman, you met her, 
you're going to chase after her. You're going to be wanting to buy her flowers. You're going to want to invite her out on a date, take her out to a meal, call her, text her. I mean, in this day and age, I'm holding up my phone now for those that are listening. You know, it's all about sending text messages every 10 seconds or whatever it might be. But you're going to actually draw near to her. You're going to pursue that individual. But we need to do the same thing with our Heavenly Father. We need to pursue him. Draw near to God. Open up the word. Lord, I want to get in your word. I want to learn more about you. I want to learn more about you. Help me. Guide me through the Holy Spirit. And you'll be guided. You draw near to him. He's going to draw near to you. He's going to say, hey, look, Steve's actually taking the time to read the word of God this morning. He's taking the time to worship, playing worship music around the house. He's singing praises to me. He's talking about me to other people. He's sitting down in prayer in a quiet place and listening for the still small voice. That's what it's all about, drawing near. You know what I mean? And like I said, we must take the steps to get to know our Heavenly Father and live for Him. And we can do this by allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us daily, and that's really important. Because God's purpose, which can be found throughout the Bible, is in different locations. And that's what I love about, you know me and my Indiana Jones thing with the Indiana Jones Journal you know, you're going in, you're digging in, you're, he's writing notes down about whatever he's trying to look for and so forth. But the Bible has so many nuggets in it that you can dig in and find. And when you find them, you're like, oh, wait, I found another nugget. Well, this case, we're looking at God's purpose and God's plan. Well, Ephesians 1, 12 through 14 says God's purpose was that we Jews, and of course, he's talking to the Ephesians at the time, the church in Ephesus. God's purpose was that we Jews, who were the first to trust in Christ, would bring praise and glory to God. And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit, whom he promised long ago. And I'm going to say that again, reading verse 13, like it says, and now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed, and that was key, when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit. So then we have the Holy Spirit living within us, the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? We are the temple whom he promised long ago. The Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased us to be his own people. He did this so we could praise and glorify him. Amen? And so we read that one. Now we dig deeper. As we dig further in God's word, we can also read in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 14 through 18, For Christ himself has brought peace to us, he united Jews and Gentiles into one people. And of course, if you're not Jewish, you know you're a Gentile. But the good news is adoption. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people when in his own body on the cross, he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with its commandments and regulations he made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from the two groups. Amen? So together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross, and our hostility toward each other was put to death. 
He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done. Amen. That was his plan. We're all back together. We're all united as one. Like verse 18 says, Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. Amen? I love it. And also in Ephesians 3, 6, it said, And this is God's plan. Both Gentiles and Jews who believe the good news share equally in the riches inherited by God's children. Both are part of the same body and both enjoy the promises of blessings because they belong to Jesus Christ. Or some translations, because they belong to Christ Jesus. Amen? So we can learn, right? We learn from the Apostle Paul's writings that all believers, regardless of being a Jew or a Gentile, are one in Christ. That's God's plan. We can all come to the Father because of what Jesus has done for us. Isn't that beautiful? So as we're starting off a new season, or maybe it's the new year, like it is right now, I'm recording this in January 2024, but I'll be playing it at other times, of course, you know me. Get a good message, replay it, repost it, because it's good to get that out there. But this is for now and the future, because this will outlive me, these messages. But we can all come to the Father because of what Jesus has done for us. Amen. But it's more than that. And that's what's key here, folks. It's more than that. Being accepted and adopted into the family of God is awesome. But we do have some responsibilities according to the word. It starts with faith and, of course, believing, then surrendering our lives to him. Amen. You know, I've shared the salvation message before. In fact, I share the gospel, sharing the good news about Jesus Christ to folks over in Pakistan or anyone else around the world. But we have meetings every month. And in that time, it's great. Hey, I'm sharing the gospel with folks. And then one or two people may come to Christ, which is amazing. But that's not where it ends. And you've heard it said before. It's not just about a prayer. It's not about a prayer and so forth. But that's the start. Asking Jesus Christ into your life, just like the word says. Repent, ask Jesus Christ into your life, turn from sin, walk towards the Lord. But then there's discipleship involved. There's getting in the word. There's reading the word of God and learning different things and going from there. And as you learn more, it's a, you know, just like we've said before, you've heard me say this before about the Bible, the acronym that somebody made up, basic instruction before leaving earth. You can get in this word. Many countries cannot get into the word. They have one or two pieces of scripture folded up in their pocket, hiding it so they can't be caught having it because the Bible's illegal in some countries. But in the countries where it's not illegal, you have the word of God in your houses in your cars, on your phones, wherever it might be. We can't take that for granted. But you can get in the Word and you can learn about how to live a Christ-like life. You can learn about relationship, how to build a relationship, how to get to know who our Heavenly Father is, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, getting to know them, getting to know the fact that you have the Holy Spirit within you and so forth. So that's what's important. 
And like I said before, it starts with faith and believing, then surrendering our lives to him. But we also need to look at some other helpful verses to guide us in this relationship. Some of these verses, and you've heard this said before, I consider my personal life verses. And for those who don't know what a life verse is, it's a scripture verse or verses from the Bible that speak to your heart in a personal and profound way. When you read these verses, hear them, or think of them in your mind, they capture how you live your life, how you define your faith walk, and what will lead your decisions each day. So some of you have a lot. Let's say, for example, one of my life verses, I'm just throwing something out there, is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Why is that a life verse for some folks? Because your faith walk is based off that. Think about it. That's the full reason why we have the opportunity to be reconciled with the Heavenly Father. Amen? It starts there. How do you define your faith walk? Some people define their faith walk by John 3.16. Some people look at it like, you know, I make these decisions every day based on my favorite Bible verses or my life verse. John 3.16 is my my life verse because I think about what God did for me. It's just like when some people say, well, why do you have a cross on? You're wearing a cross. Jesus isn't on the cross anymore. Why do you have a cross on? If he got killed in an electric chair, does that mean you have an electric chair around your neck? No, that's it's that's they're missing the point. For me personally, this cross is a reminder of John 3.16, for God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish. It's because I look at this cross and I think about Jesus and what he did for me. Someone who did not deserve to be saved, but because of him on this cross, dying and raising, being raised from the grave, hey, I have freedom in him. Not be anything that Steve Lewis did in him. Amen? And so that's what the life verses are all about. And I want to encourage you to search your Bibles and find a life verse or even several, in fact. And you'll know when you read a verse or you'll read a passage of scripture that'll just pop out to you and it just warms your heart. Or every time you hear it, you're like, that's why I get up every day. Because I know I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. You know, whatever verse it might be, like I said. Okay, so here are some key verses, and I'm just going to start this off because this is going to be a two-part series, and then I'm going to do another series on different teachings of Paul, but basically it's going to be coincide with what Jesus teaches, of course. I mean, it's all about the Word of God. It's all about Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, and Heavenly Father. But at the same time, I'm going to be teaching on some things like this to encourage you, to strengthen you, this whole purpose of this one. This particular episode was talking about that relationship part. You know, if all you do is listen to the first 10 minutes of this podcast, and in that you've got the part about what's your relationship like with the Heavenly Father. Do you sit down? Do you read the Word? Do you pray? Do you open up your heart and just sit there and say, Lord, speak to me? Do you know who your Heavenly Father is? You know, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Do you know who Jesus Christ is? Or is it one of those things where you just, hey, ask Jesus Christ into my life and I'm sitting back chilling with my feet up, 
with a get out of hell free card going on. I've got my fire safety card. I'm set. Or do you want to live a life fulfilling what God's called you to do, the plan that God has for your life? That's what this is all about. Getting in, showing you some life verses, showing you the word of God, teaching you about relationship, teaching you about Christ-like living and so forth is really important. Make sense? So I'm just going to do a couple of these. So here are some key verses that I want to share with you in this series to help you with your relationship with God, of course, and how to live as a Christian in this day and age. And always remember the greatest commandment, and that's the first one. And some people have this as a life verse as well. It's a good one. It's one of my life verses because when I think about it, it's the two greatest commandments, right? Matthew 22, 34 through 40. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees with the reply, they had met together to question him again. One of them, an expert in religious law, tried to trap him with this question. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. That right there, I mean, I've done shows just on that alone, as you guys know. I've done shows on that, just that alone, just talking about the two greatest commandments and how if you follow the two greatest commandments, you cover all ten commandments, right? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind. If you love the Lord your God, you won't sin. You won't hurt anybody. Think about it. If you love your neighbor as yourself, you won't covet his house. You won't covet his wife or anything else he has. You won't lie, cheat, kill, any of those things. So the two greatest commandments smother everything and cover it, just like some syrup on a batch of pancakes, right? <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. So when you look at this passage of scripture, you go, hey, I need to make sure I remember these things. This is key, not just as a life verse, but as a verse to walk a Christ-like life. And know what you want to walk a Christ-like life? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You want to walk a Christ-like life? Love your neighbor as yourself. Amen? And so I think I'm just going to share that one and, uh, and go from there. Because when I do the next part of this series, it's just going to be a two-part series. But when I do the next one, I'm going to share some more of the life verses, but also verses that are going to help you grow, help strengthen your relationship with the Lord. But it's about taking the time, taking time, making time for the Word of God. This year and the years to come, I cannot explain and express enough. I said it in a reel one day, one of the short videos that I do on TikTok and uh Facebook, as well as YouTube, but it was pretty much like, we're running out of time. We're running out of time. We're running out of messages. How many messages do we need about the word of God to get into people's hearts, to hit their spirit, man, just the right ways for them to come follow Jesus? You know what I mean? We don't need 70,000 ways to come to Christ. 
if Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no one can come to the Father except through me, that doesn't need to be said 50 different types of ways, right? You know what I mean? It's like I'll say something like, you know, once you get a good message about Joseph and it's detailed and you're talking about Joseph in the Bible, how he was a type of Christ and how his brothers sold him into slavery, but yet everywhere you went, God was with him. And the end result is the young man who lost his coat in many colors ended up getting rewarded with the ring from the leader, right? Pharaoh's ring as well as royal robes. So what he started off with, what the enemy meant for evil, God turned around for good. And it was for a plan. The whole plan was taking care of the lineage of Jesus Christ, right? And so you look at some of these messages and things like that. Find a person or two that you can listen to, whether it's my shows, whoever. I'm not out saying, hey, you listen to me only. I'm out there saying, Pick some well-based, Bible-based individuals who are going to teach you out of the Word of God. Stick with them. Don't be over here and over there. Otherwise, you're going to get pulled in 25, 30 different directions. You're never going to sit down and spend time in the Word if all you're doing is listening to a bunch of other people give messages and podcasts and so forth. Get in the word for yourself. That's how you're going to get that relationship going. Don't listen to other people telling you you need to do this, you need to do that, and then you're looking at them and they're not even doing it. Make sure you get on your knees and pray just like, uh, oh, my goodness. There's an actor. He said Denzel Washington, actually. He said that uh, his grandmother taught him or something like that, that basically when you take off your shoes Push them as far as you can underneath your bed. So when you wake up in the morning, you have to get on your knees to reach them. And of course, while you're on your knees, you pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this new day. Thank you for the blessings. Thanks for waking me up to a new day. Thank you for what I have. Thank you for being there even when sometimes life is rough, whatever it might be. But talk to the Lord. It's about relationship. It's about stepping in and being a Christ-like vessel for the kingdom of God in this day and age. You're needed, my friend. Don't underestimate who you are and who God called you to be because there's many of you out there that are sitting on your gifts just like I'm sitting on this stool in my podcast studio. You have giftings. You have callings on your lives. You have missions to do. Simple, heavy, whatever it might be, you have a calling on your life. You're here for such a time as this where you need to step up to the plate and be who God called you to be. And it's about building that relationship with him so you can walk that Christ-like life. Amen? Hey, let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for being able to share this message today. I thank you so much for all my listeners and watchers out there. Lord, I just pray right now for their relationships with you. Pray for mine as well. Then I come closer to know you in a greater way as my Savior and Lord. Because it's about living for you. You died for us. God sent you down on the cross, raised from the dead, seated at the right hand of the Father. But at the same time, you handed us that baton and said, hey, I gave my life for you. Now you live for me. So we need to do that. So Lord, I just pray for all my listeners and watchers out there that you'll give them the strength they need to be who you call them to be, the courage they need, the wisdom they need. 
everything they need to step in, get to know you in a greater way, as well as get to know what their giftings are and their callings and to represent and impact the lives of those around them. And I thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Truly appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you so much. Remember, call to action. Don't forget to subscribe. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're out there. Don't forget to check out the website, www.relevanceforttoday.org. Get on there. We got some great writings. We've got other podcasters that you can connect with as well on there. But just get on there. If you're listening to Apple Podcasts or even Spotify, please do me a favor, leave me a rating. Make sure you leave me a review as well. Really helps push me up in the chart so more people can get over to the show. Hey, with that being said, I love you all. Take care of yourselves. Relationship. Peace.